Welcome to 10 Minutes, a breakout investor podcast. In this episode, we are looking to update listeners on recent developments at Vertra, ticker VTSI. Joining me on the podcast is the perfect guy to do this, breakout investor, Kevin Crawford. But first, a disclaimer. No one on this call is an investment advisor and no one is providing investment advice. This podcast is for information purposes only. Before investing in any company stock, you must do your own research. Supporting materials for today's discussion will be posted on the Breakout Investors discussion app, which is located at app.breakoutinvestors.com. The application and much of the research content is free. After registering and logging in, use the search bar at the top right of any page, type in the ticker, and the result will give you a link to the research post with this podcast and to other discussion and research relating to today's company. Now to our topic, Vertra, ticker VTSI. Uh, hi, Kevin. Uh, it's an interesting one here. Uh, Vertro was doing extremely well, charged up to about 12 in early October. And over the course of the last two weeks or so, has completely turned around and has retraced all the way back down to, let's see, did it close at 729 today? What happened? What changed the story at PTSI? Hi, Scott. Thanks for having me. Um, yeah, it was quite the turnaround. Uh, Right about a couple of days after it hit 12, there was some news that broke um, that the IVIS program, the Army's IVIS program was delayed. Uh, and over the coming days, it came out that it was delayed at least 12 months. Uh, there'll be some testing phases before then, but uh, there won't be production orders until at least September of 2022, when initially that was supposed to happen uh, October 1st, 2021. Okay, well, you you dig deeper than anybody else. What happened? Why a twelve month delay? Yeah, so there there's some tech technological issues, hardware issues with um, the headsets that they're using. Um, I won't get into details. They're they're spelled out in some of the news articles, but um, kind of my take on it is that they still have to work out a handful of kinks. Um, they aren't set on the technical specifications of the headsets. So the headsets, um, I know Microsoft is running the program. The headsets clearly is not virtual. Uh, but I, I, I'm taking from this that they're going to roll it out as a complete set of equipment. Vertra is selling, what are they again? And Vertra will be supplying recoil kits. So essentially the weapons that can integrate into the headsets. Integrating into the headset. So it's it's a set. They're not going to go ahead and buy the Vertra recoil kits. They're going to wait and roll this this whole program out as a package. That's correct. Okay. Did you have any sense that the issue with the headset, is it possible that they won't surmount the challenges? I mean, are they way off? From my understanding of technology, mixed reality hasn't launched globally anywhere yet. There are some small use cases for it. Like you can think of Pokemon Go a couple of years ago, but um, that's been about the extent of it. And what the military is trying to do is on cutting edge. And um, when they said they were going to be the uh, be productionalizing these things in October of this year, that was going to be one of the first applications I've seen of this type of work. So the fact that it's delayed and that technology isn't ready yet in the grand scheme of things, isn't really a surprise, but the news articles prior to this delay all kind of painted a pretty picture of things being on target, things are gonna work out. Um, so it's kind of a surprise. And I don't know where, I don't know, I don't have enough um, 
Insights technology didn't say that it's going to be ready in one year. I think there's actually more risk um, if it'll be ready in that exact time frame, or if there might be a few more delays. And it's hard to know for now. Now I remember you know, again because you're you know you're really digging this deep. I knew that it was a prototype. I thought it was looking for approval in September. Sounds like the development occurred in October. What I'm thinking about is all of the second shifts that Vertro was running. Uh, it was our impression, or at least I thought it was our impression, that they were working very, very hard to create the recoil kits. Was that all for the prototype phase? And did they get paid for that? Uh, is there a risk that they overproduced and are going to be sitting on unsellable inventory? So Vertro had... Uh, fr from the integration perspective, yes, the, they were supposed to ramp up along with the IVIS program. So if there's delay, if they, anything they built has the possibility of um, going unused, but it depends all on how much they produce. In theory, all of their recoil kits can be re reused in regular simulator sales that um, they have outside of the military and the police, to, uh, police market. So it's possible that there's some reuse, but um, it's hard to know for sure. Now, I'd never realized that. Are you telling me that the recoil kit they were going to sell to the Army is used in the standard virtual reality uh, systems that they sell to the police? That's correct. Um, I think from, at least from a unit, yes, they can reuse the same equipment. From a quantity perspective, um, we were talking hundreds of recoil kits, possibly thousands of recoil kits over time for the Army. Uh, typically, a simulator might use two to five to 10 recoil kits, like at most. So there's probably a big discrepancy there. But yes, the product is, is usable outside uh, military. Okay. Now, from a trading perspective, I say that because it's clearly a trading stock right now. Uh, what do you think? Is this thing, is this sell off been overdone? Uh, you know, certainly you, you've had people flooding into it and this is the this is the corollary um people are fleeing out of it now have you have you decided for yourself what fair fair value would be for the stock yeah so that's that's a tough question um i think i think you're right i think a lot of people were kind of buying into the military involvement and um my understanding of what the opportunity size there was tens of millions of dollars uh, a year kind of starting in 2022 and ramping up to, I guesstimate 20 million a year. Um, so losing that is obviously a big thing for a company that does 20 million in revenue a year right now and growing, but there are, there are still other opportunities for Vertra that maybe don't quite reach 20 million a year in additional revenue, but there are some that are multiple millions. Um, for example, there's a Canada police force uh, RFP out that from my research kind of shows that it could be up to $20 million over three to five years. Um, so there's that kind of optionality that might replace IVIS, but again, it's hard to have, uh, I don't have a clear, like I was confident that Virtra was part of the IVIS program. I'm not confident that Virtra will win uh, the Canada RFP uh, or even when we'll find out about it. Would I be correct in thinking that you're going to stay on top of this and we'll take this ride again in 12 months or maybe less? I'll try. Yeah. Yeah. I think the opportunity is there where if, if the IVIS program takes off and there's other stuff as well, but if the company takes off and some of these big opportunities land, the stock is definitely underpriced. 
um, and it's going to be worth buying. So trying to stay ahead of the news and stay ahead of it getting distributed to mass public or PR by Vertra is definitely uh, an opportunity for folks interested in the company. Yeah, I, I guess I'm, I'm asking the questions why I am, because I would expect that the stock is going to become oversold. Whether it's at that point now, I don't know. I'm just looking at the chart and it's taken a couple of really bad legs down. I uh, Just before we started, I noticed a couple of people talking about it in Mark's room on, on WhatsApp. And, uh, you know, there was, there, you know, folks were talking about selling some puts, thinking uh, that it's time to start uh, angling in. And, uh, you know, you're, you're the, you're the expert, you're the breakout investor that introduced this or developed it for most people. So just looking to get your opinion. Are, are you in the stock now? Uh, I sold out towards the top uh, before the Ivis news like broke very widespread. Um, and I've started to get my feet back in the water. Uh, so to speak, uh, but I don't have anywhere near the position size I did uh, prior to the IBIS news, IBIS delay news. Okay, that, that sounds exactly right. Well, uh, as we've discussed uh, privately, I hope we can find a couple more names for you to dig into. I really appreciated the work you've done on VTSI, and everybody's hopeful that you'll stay on top of it and give us uh, some insights when it's time to start moving back in. But uh, for purposes of today, that's been 10 minutes, and I'd like to thank you, Kevin. We are Breakout Investors. This podcast is meant as an easy on-ramp to understanding today's company and the research and collaboration we do. Please join us for discussion on this podcast and for other breakout ideas on our discussion platform at app.breakoutinvestors.com. The Breakout Investors 10-Minute Podcast is syndicated and available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Audible, or wherever you get your podcasts. Please subscribe, listen, and give us a five-star review. Some or all the speakers may maintain positions in the securities discussed in this podcast. The views in this podcast expressed are those of the speakers, not breakout investors. This podcast is for informational purposes only and should not be relied upon as a basis for investment decisions. Neither breakout investors nor any of its affiliates makes any representation or warranty expressed or implied as to the accuracy or completeness of the statements or any information presented by this podcast and any liability, including in respect of direct, indirect, or consequential loss or damage, therefore is expressly disclaimed. No one on this podcast is an investment advisor. No one is providing investment advice. Before investing in any company's stock, you must do your own research. Thank you for listening.